Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Do you get a lot of overwhelm? Are you wanting to start something, but you just don't know where to start? Well, today we're going to go through four tips for managing overwhelm. Welcome back to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset podcast with me, Johnny Pardo, here to help you boost your self-esteem, confidence, and manage that negative self-talk. I've experienced this many, many times, overwhelmed throughout my life. And of course, I'm a human being, so it can always pop up now and then. But it used to get on top of me an awful lot. I'd be at the workplace and I'd be given a new project and I'd be like, oh my goodness, this is so hard. Uh, and then it'd lead me to a little bit of stress, um, get a bit anxious. I'd sometimes not do it and then just cause more stress in myself. And it'd get me down sometimes and just this really critical talk to myself. I also had this when writing my first book. Self-publishing was quite tricky to start off with even though Amazon make it as easy as possible. But I'd be looking at, right, what do I need to do? How many pitches do I need? Uh, what do I write? How What should be in the first draft? And all of these questions. And that's, of course, a big, big question when you're publishing your first book. And that's why I do mentoring for writers, just to give them a self-published process and help them get their book out there without this overthinking. But I've experienced many different overwhelmed situations in my life. So what I wanted to share with you today is four tips, four things I found most useful for managing this kind of overwhelm for multiple situations. So here they are. Number one, get it down on paper. I can't emphasize this enough. You cannot solve problems in your head. Now, that sounds odd, like isn't our brain for thinking? Yes, your brain's for thinking. Your brain also can cause you overdrive. It can it can go into overdrive. It can think all sorts of thoughts and get really cluttered up with all sorts of thoughts. I mean, can you think of those situations when you were just, you had something like, I'll do this, no, I'll do that, I'll do this, I'll do that. And it just becomes really cluttered in your brain. You just, rational thought goes away. I've certainly experienced this. And I know many people I've worked with has, have said this as well. And many friends and family. But getting it down on paper is absolutely critical. Because what it does, it allows you to get all those thoughts from your head onto paper. And it allows you to visibly see what you're thinking. And sometimes you can look at what you've, you're have you thinking. You think, oh, that's a lot simpler than, than I thought. Or, hmm, I'm worried about that. That seems a bit silly. But it doesn't, it doesn't map out like that in your brain. But when you get it down onto paper, it can seem a lot simpler. You can start looking at, okay, I've got all these things to do. Right, what's my priority? What's the order? And when I've got a lot of tasks at work, I like to do this sometimes as well. Okay, my day looks like this. I've perhaps overcrowded it a little bit. 
this is probably one of my bad habits, I've got to admit. I sometimes I'm overly ambitious with what I'm going to achieve in a day. Uh, I usually do, but sometimes it causes me to work a bit too much. But getting it down on paper and then thinking, right, that's what I'm going to do, number one. That's what I'm going to do, number two. And then sometimes I've actually got a task and I think, right, what, what do I need to do? And I have to break down that task even more. But writing it down on paper really, really can help you manage that overwhelm by just mapping out what you've got to do. My second point is model someone. Model someone who's done it before. Now, I have my own business mentor. She's also a really amazing. Well, she's an amazing woman, but she's also like a best-selling author. So I've got her and I can model her quite a lot in terms of what she's done before. And the reason I mentor people is because I've learned a lot about confidence and writing. And it gives people a almost a shortcut and an advantage with trying to increase their confidence and their self-esteem and just writing, writing things. It helps them to not have to overthink and me to give them the best strategies and ways to go forward. Now, I've done that with other people. I mean, I learn from people I've got and she's not my only mentor. I've got um, I've got group mentors as well. I've recently got a mentor on trading so I can learn more about trading. I want to get more into trading and investments. And there's an awful lot of information. If I try and read all this information on the Internet and read all the books, even though I like reading books. Now, that's great. But it's going to probably cause me a lot of overthinking, overwhelm. What should I be doing? But I've got myself a mentor instead. And I've got another mentor in personal growth. And he does like group sessions. And we listen to him. And he's got like, he's he's over 60. And he's had years and years of experience. And he's got amazing energy, amazing drive, a really successful, well, successful multiple businesses. And we just listen to him and take the information away. So modeling someone who's done it and them giving you direct advice is a really, really good way. My third point is slightly different, but it might sound similar. It is talk it through with someone. When you've got an overwhelming situation, a big challenge, talk it through with someone. Again, it's getting it out of your head. Now, a coach is quite good in this aspect in terms of a coach is different from a mentor. Now, my mentoring includes elements of coaching as well, because I believe in getting people to think for themselves as well. And one size doesn't fit all approach, but uh, there's certain strategies that work for most people. Now, if you get a coach, they can help facilitate your thinking a lot more and get you thinking about what you need. And that can help you problem solve out of your own mind a little bit. But you don't necessarily need a coach. You need a friend or you could get a family member or even someone on the phone like a helpline. Uh, someone like Samaritans, if you're really, really overwhelmed and struggling. Getting things talked through with someone else is really going to help you and break it down a lot more. When we keep the worst thing we can do is not write it down. Keep it bottled up to ourselves because it's just going to escalate in our head. It's going to get worse. And then my fourth and final point is focus on progress, not perfection. Right. Perfection doesn't exist. And what I mean by this is nothing can be perfect. There is no such thing as perfect. And you might see the superstars on TV in whatever area you're looking at, whether it's like some kind of model, whether it's a footballer or a sportsman, some 
businessman, a businesswoman, you might look at them and think, wow, they're perfect. They're not perfect. They've made mistakes before. Not every area of their life is amazing, a 10 out of 10. They probably had challenges. They have had challenges. Everyone goes through challenges in their life. So perfection doesn't exist. And we get caught up on this idea of this has to be perfect. And I'll give you an example from writing. The first draft, it's people often take so long because they're perfecting what they're writing. The idea of a first draft is to get it, get ideas out of your head onto paper. You then edit it for a series of other drafts to make your book better. And this is how I've made progress in writing books because I don't get caught on the idea of perfection. But overwhelm can be linked to perfection. You're thinking about how you can make something so, so excellent, but you just get it down. You've got something to write to work with. Making progress is better than perfection. So just focus on taking small actions and creating that momentum. If they have to be, if you have to make actions even smaller, great, then do it. That's going to help you build momentum rather than getting caught up too much on this idea of perfection, which doesn't exist anyway. And this is these are ideas, just to sum up, actually, before I go on to this, is what we've talked about is getting, when you're overwhelmed, getting thoughts onto paper, modelling someone so that you can look at the best ways and what you need to do, getting a teacher, getting that mentor, talk it through with someone that could be a coach, could be a friend, could be a family member or just someone on the phone and then focus on progress, not perfection. So this has been something I've talked through with people as well. And they think, right, I've got all these things to do. These are all the possibilities I've got. And we're in a busy, busy world. There's all these things thrown at us. We're in this information age. Things are thrown at us. What should I do? There's so many choices. And we're crying out for wisdom. Wisdom is actually applying the action and taking steps forward rather than taking on knowledge. Knowledge is only potential power. It's not power. But I've had results and seen results myself and other people just by taking these small actions and building momentum, seeing what's working, seeing what's not, not getting so analytical and just taking actions to be accountable on. So if you are a creative or a writer and you really, really you're getting caught up with overwhelm too much, then you may qualify for my one-to-one program and it may be a good fit for you. I'm personally offering one-to-one programs for confidence and writing. So if you've been looking for that positive change in your life, getting that creativity out of you and more confident living, then you can take the courage to apply and see if you qualify. We will work together on a weekly basis. I'll be your personal mentor helping you conquer the day. Now, the one-to-one spots are limited, but I like to reach you. I wanted to reach you as much as possible and tell you about this so you don't miss out. Thank you very much for listening today. I appreciate you as always. Please share this with friends and family if you think they could benefit. And so we can reach more people. Be sure to give this a rating if you haven't done so already. I appreciate you and remember this, improve your self-esteem, you improve the lives of others.